Chick Flick Chat is happily brought to you by BetterBrighterEasier.com, home of Rumigator, the natural neutralizer. Rumigator room freshener and linen spray is made with organic essential oils. They harness the power of Mother Nature to make your surroundings smell fresh and odor-free. Just shake and spray it anywhere where you need some freshening. Go greener with Rumigator, available at BetterBrighterEasier.com. Helpful things for a happy life. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Chick Flick Chat. This is Lucy Weston, your host, and today is May 23rd, 2023. All right, Uh, let me just start with a little bit of housekeeping and say thank you, thank you, thank you to all the people who purchased Rumigator, the natural neutralizer. We are out of bottles And I am waiting on a shipment that's back ordered. So hopefully, I had to mark the website, abetterbrighteresier.com, as out of stock. Um, I mean, I I have the oils and the mixture, but I don't have the bottles. So hopefully soon, I'm praying that we're going to get it back and up and running and I can package them and they'll be ready to ship out. So thank you to everybody who's been buying. I appreciate that and I'm sorry I... I got a little, uh, I got a little busy. I didn't, I didn't count it properly, but I'm really happy. That's a good thing, I think, right? Anyway, um, so again, thank you for that. We are uh, a little late in getting to you for the bi-monthly uh, plan for Chick Fil A Chat this month, and I apologize. I don't know about you, all my listeners, but oh my goodness, the time has been flying by and just today I said to somebody I feel like the world is in this like racing vortex that we can't slow it down from like Sunday night to Sunday night it's just a blur of a week I don't know what's going on with that and I I know I'm not the only person experiencing this and in all honesty I wanted to do this chick flick chat probably almost two weeks ago now and I just every time I thought I could get to it Something else happened. Days were going by. I just, so here I am. And it's, so I apologize. It's a little late in coming, but it's here and we're going to talk about some stuff. Uh, And another thing, I'm not sure if I updated you guys. We are also now, Chick Flick Chat is now on Amazon Music. So you can find the podcast there and pretty much everywhere. Spotify, Apple, uh, you know, anywhere you... um, listen to your podcast, you can find us. But that was that was sort of, and Google Play, we're on that. Amazon was like the last one that I got myself, had some time to, you know, get it hooked up with and get it verified and all. So that's done. Okay, enough housekeeping. Nobody really likes housekeeping, but okay. In my last Chick Flit chat to you, I talked about how excited I was going to be, and I was, to do Murder Mystery 2 with Adam Sandler, and Jennifer Aniston. And I have to tell you, I was so excited when that movie dropped on Netflix. And I just thought, oh my goodness, this is going to be such a good 
movie, the first one, and I did do a chick foot chat, which was just a quick one. I was, I was, I was experimenting at that point where I was going to do like 10 minute reviews and that didn't work because you know what? I have too much to say. So that just was, it was holding me back, but I did do a quick review on the first one and I went back and I listened to it after watching the second one and it remind, and I did rewatch the first one so that I was prepared. And I, in the first one, I agree with everything I said in the first Chick Flick Chat on Murder Mystery. Adorable, adorable, adorable. Funny, uh, just sweet in moments, cutesy in a good way. Kind of a rom-com, murder mystery, caper. Fun, fun, fun. A little bit of violence, but nothing in your face. You knew it was sort of happening, and 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 they, the way that the the story was laid out and told for you, it was very. It, there were some like fun, exciting moments. Okay, I think this is the first time I'm ever gonna do a bashing review, and by that I mean like bad, bad, for Murder Mystery Two. I tried to analyze whether or not I had too much expectation for the second one. And I think I did. I know I had expectation for it. I just said that a little earlier ago, how excited I was. But I was so appalled at how different the approach was to the second version of this uh franchise we'll call it that so everything that murder mystery one is and was and that i talked about murder mystery two is none of those things other than adam sandler and jennifer aniston i have to tell you i don't know what went on where they, what they were thinking with the script and the story, it had promise, I will say that. And they, they did like, I don't want to say a cheap version because we know they're big stars. We know Netflix has the budget money, but it felt like it. And, and I think if you hadn't seen the first one, you may not think I'm what I'm saying. You may not agree with it. You might be like, yeah, okay, it wasn't really that funny and it wasn't this. But in comparison to the first one, and if you're going to do a franchise, you got to bring it. And they did not bring it. All they brought were, were bad jokes that in the first one, they didn't play the joke. And there's a thing in comedy where you don't, you play it straight. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but you play it straight and then it's funny. And... They didn't do that in this one. They gave it away. There were fa facial expressions. It was just too easy. It was like they and and they had beautiful scenery, but you didn't really get to enjoy the scenery because it was all just jammed together. I and and there were a few opportunities in Murder Mystery 2 that could have proven to be really funny scenes. Like a like um the kind of a comedy of errors. There's a scene. I'm not going to go through that whole movie because honestly, like it's, it's too much to kind of go through and, and I don't want to be terrible, 
because I'm really big fans of both of those actors. Uh, but the there was a scene in a hotel room, a suite, where all of the people that could be suspects are showing up at their room. And as each person comes in, they're hiding the previous person that came in in the room. But it just flopped. It wasn't, It there was no like, aha, or somebody, it just, I don't know if it came too soon in the movie. It just didn't flow right. And then there were jokes that got revealed like afterwards about like the Advil and, and I, okay. So besides the jokes being weak and also recycled from the first one, but not in a good way. Uh, very predictable, not funny the second time, uh, really kind of cheap slapstick, but nothing stuck. Let's put it that way. Uh, yeah, it was really disappointing. Um, that, you know, like I said, they played the jokes hard and it was not, it didn't, it just didn't come easy. And there weren't that many good jokes that even had potential or jokes that had potential. There weren't that many good jokes, period. Because on the flip side of that, the second version, part two, is so violent, like in your face violent. And I actually thought some of the violence, and I'm no prude and I watch everything. I was actually really surprised that Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston would go along with the direction on some of the violence. That's how in your face it is. It's not for kids. Uh, I even thought a little, and I'm not, I won't talk about the woke stuff, but it was a little like, I don't know. There was a scene where they run, they have this van and the van like, runs into a into a restaurant and and with all the things going on in the world I just thought that was not a good action feature and it was just they didn't need to do half of the things they did violently and what that did in the in the second movie is it took away the whole franchise's charm about she loves mystery novels. He's a detective. He wants to be a detective in the first one, and then he becomes a detective. And now they, in the second one, they have a detective agency. And really, this wasn't about detecting. I mean, they tried to make it that way, but when you looked beyond the surface of this movie, it was not about detecting. It was just one violent thing, or a car chase, or oh it was not, and in the first one you didn't really see people getting killed they would happenstance you know like come upon the murder and and then they had to solve it this was like and they were killing people like that's what was so different and so and then even towards the end there's a scene with their friend who was also in the first movies a, a character named Vikram and he's wearing a a, a body bomb like it was too much and it was it wasn't it wasn't farcical in the sense of being cute like where you'd suspend your disbelief it was ridiculous like she's hanging off the top of the eiffel tower on a cord and swinging and trying to swing her body and it's like oh please like i just it was oh i I know I'm supposed to say stuff as like, you know, the chick flick chat host here. I'm trying to be nice about this. Believe me, I'm trying to be nice. Uh, it, it was disappointing. 
it was disappointing and definitely not for kids. And, and, you know, it's a happy Madison production, which he usually does some really good. And the first one was too, under his production company with uh, Adam Sandler's production company. And I'm just surprised by this. So I looked up the director and I thought this second one cannot be the same director. And I'm correct. The first one was directed by Kyle Nuwacek, who did a great job in that realm and that type of genre of a film. The second one is Jeremy Garlic, Garlic. I'm not sure how to say it, G-A-R-E-L-I-C-K. So it could be Garlic, but I don't think he probably says it that way. Well, I it was, they needed the same director on both movies. And I don't, maybe they couldn't get the first guy, Kyle, for the second film, but they should have waited. I'm actually surprised Netflix approved this. Netflix approved this because it everything I'm telling you is is true about it. Um, and you know how Jennifer Aniston, like you like her no matter what she's doing and goofy or cute or sweet or serious, she, you like her. She tries. I don't know that she was really trying in this. And I, I did feel that the chemistry between the two of them, which was superb in the first one, it was there again, but they didn't, it just, it wasn't like full strength. There was something um, in their banter. It was, you know, it's, it is supposed to be four years later, but that shouldn't have any bearing on the, the actor's camaraderie and chemistry. It's like they didn't tap into it, and that makes me think that potentially they didn't have a lot of time to rehearse or there were the script was so bad that they were coming up with rewrites on the fly. And when that happens, you don't get a lot of time to work with the words and work with your fellow actor and really kind of hash it out to find why you're saying certain things and what are you doing and what's what's the objective here. I don't know. There were things that were not right about this in comparison to the first movie. So... As its own movie standalone, I don't think it stands on anything. It's like wobbly broken leg. It's really not good. Uh, and very, very disappointing for Netflix. You know, and you know it's funny. There wasn't there was hype for it, but very little. And it as soon as it hit, that was it. You didn't you didn't hear about it at all. Um, they stopped promoting it. And I guess this is why. I guess people, or, or they knew it was a dog of a movie and they just wanted to put it out there. They had some kind of contractual obligation. So as far as roles for women in it and women's roles, I mean, Jennifer does her thing, you know, trying to be cute and doing it. And it, it was working, but not really working because of everything else I've previously said. The other women in it, very stereotypical, uh, you know, both in... Uh, uh, race and it just it was just not I it wasn't flowing for me I it was very disappointing and you know so that's okay so that's pretty much what I'm gonna say about that movie uh like I said I don't I don't want to be like terrible to them you know it's just so I'm looking at my notes let me just uh okay I think I've covered all of that so what I decided to to kind of talk to you about because that movie was such a, it was, and, and also the delay in me doing Chick Flick Chat was I needed a little extra time to think about how I was going to approach this because I was so appalled 
at the at what I saw for Murder Mystery 2. And I even told my sister-in-law, who also loved the first one, I, I actually said, and I don't usually tell people, like, don't bother watching. I actually said, don't waste your time. And she doesn't like anything really violent. And I said to her, you do not want it. It's very violent in some scenes. You're not going to enjoy it. She was like, oh, so... You know, Netflix had one less less viewer on that movie because of me. So anyway, I want to go back to the Love is Blind season four reunion show that I covered on the last Chick Flick Chat. Uh, you know, everything I've been talking about with some of these reality shows, I've been reading that, and I've talked about the fact that they ply you with alcohol and the conditions are like a little iffy. Well, I have read some really horrendous things about that production company. And again, I'm very disappointed because the show, the premise of the show with the pods and not seeing each other, it's so great. But evidently, like all the gals are sleeping together in like a, a bunk beds in a trailer and the guys do the same and they're hardly getting fed and they're asking for food, but there's always alcohol. So it's really, that's disappointing to hear. And as far as that's during the filming, as far as the reunion, I was shocked. I talked about how Vanessa tried to keep it together that night where they had the big glitch. I've read so many different um, follow-ups on people saying, you know, really bashing her, but also that she felt she had to reach out to one of the, the cast members and apologize and sent him flowers. And, and I just thought, really? No, no, no. She didn't really do anything wrong. And it's like, come on, what is that about? So I, I have a feeling that that whole thing, even with the reunion, maybe that production company is cutting corners and that's why things really went wrong. Although, well, now, wait a minute. That's Netflix. What am I saying? But the individual production company, I mean. So that shouldn't have happened. But yeah, so the Love is Blind franchise, I'm finding stuff out about it. So if I follow it again, you know, I'll see if, you know, we could discuss that in more detail. Um, so I also want to, during this Chick Flick Chat, give you, we're, we're at the, you know, middle to late May now. And I know summer's coming, but it's fun like after a day out or you've been, you know, whatever you've been doing, you want to relax and watch something. And there is a lot, a lot of opportunities for every streaming platform, offering new shows, things you didn't get to during the winter. So I narrowed it down to three shows that I want to suggest during this Chick Flick Chat. And I'm always watching stuff, so there'll be more in the future. But I... Uh, so the first one, and I'm going to bring this up. First of all, I loved it. Everyone who's watched it has loved it uh, that I've spoken to. This is an HBO series. And now HBO, you know, is changing their name to Max, M-A-X. So it's going to be Max, which I think pretty soon they'll be back to HBO Max. But whatever, we'll see. We'll see if I call that one right. I give it, I give it eight months. Um, so the show that... And, and listen, it's not completely new now because it's been out for a while. Two seasons, and there is a third season, I understand, in production. The White Lotus. If you have not watched The White Lotus on HBO, and you have HBO, or you can get it, or trial, period, then that is the show to tune into. And don't skip to the second one unless you've seen the first one. Yes, the second one is better overall, 
And that's the point I want to make about a, a, a franchise. Now, The White Lotus is a series. So it's not just a movie like Murder Mystery 1 and 2. But the fact is, they had their freshman year, and that was excellent. And the freshman year of The White Lotus takes place in Hawaii. And I think I might have actually talked about this once before on a, on a previous Chick Flick chat more recently. Um, and that's fabulous. You feel like you're going on vacation. The, the resort and the White Lotus is the name of the resort. So that's why it's the White Lotus, uh, Hawaii, and then the White Lotus, they're in Italy. I think they're in Sicily, and it's beautiful in the second one. Uh, Jennifer Coolidge, the actress, is the character that jumps from the first one to the second one. And of course, because of that, her character grows in the second one. She does an amazing performance. And I actually think she might have won the Emmy this year for it. I can't remember. I think she did. Uh, she deserved it. She was outstanding. In the first one, she's really good. The second one, outstanding. And what they did from the freshman year to the sophomore year, so to speak, from season one to season two, was they they honed their skills. The writers, the it is the same director. Uh, they they bring it through, and and the cast, uh, it's just amazing. It kept you guessing the whole time. The the scenery, the cinematography. The jokes, the you know, the inner the stories, the interconnections, the subtext, it was all there. And they utilized the actors properly. Oh, wait, I want to go back to one more point about Murder Mystery 2. There's an actor named Mark Strong. If you look him up, you will have seen him over the years in tons of stuff, you know. Sometimes he plays the cop, the lawyer, the doctor, he's the you know, he's the coach, he's this, he's that. He's like a tough guy. He plays the big villain in Murder Mystery 2. And they did not use him properly. It they put the put him in this like leather jumpsuit and I felt like the only thing the director said was let that leather jumpsuit do the acting. Like that was how it felt. They did not use him. He's a very good actor. And he did try. You could see him trying in the scenes. But again, it was like, it was just off. It's off. So that's my point. So my point about the White Lotus is they really utilize the actors for their individuality, especially the women in White Lotus. That's the thing. The men in White Lotus are great. And the, the, in the first one, it's a little bit more stereotypical with the men. And the women are the catalysts. In the second one, I think it's more even, but Jennifer Coolidge in that, and she has this girl, and oh my gosh, she's got a three-part name, and it's well, it just went out of my head. Very good little actress, and I say little, she's actually very petite, she's very young. Um, really good, and she's got a lot of, a big future. She plays like the, the assistant, and they have a journey together, you know, in this show with everybody else. So... And you see the trials and tribulations of socioeconomics and uh, positions in life and women in the workplace. You see a lot of that in White Lotus, the, the White Lotus. There's another thing called, it's a documentary called White Lotus. So it's the White Lotus on HBO. Okay, little contrasting, contrasting and comparing to uh, Murder Mystery 1 and 2 with that. So that's a show I highly recommend you get into. Watch the first one, watch the second one. Really, really good. All right, and that not for kids, not for kids. Back to Netflix. 
Two shows on Netflix. One is called The Diplomat with Carrie Russell. It came out, they were pushing it, and then now it's just back into the rotation. Series, it's a series. Totally worth watching. Give it a chance. She's different in this show than she was like in The Americans. And we all know her and love her from Felicity. She does an amazing job in this. Uh, Rufus Sewell, the actor, is plays her husband. He is such a good actor. At first, I thought they were mismatched, like miscast, but then they really pulled it off together. A lot of good love-hate chemistry there going on. Really, really good show. I love the dynamics of the politics, the spying, the this, the that that's going on, and the 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 PR version of things and she's just trying to like save the world. So it's a very strong female character and she's really, really does a good job. I can't wait for the second season of that. So that's a show that, um, yeah, if it's an adult type of, you know, series, I think you'll really enjoy that. All right. One more between now and, you know, Maybe I'll do this again in, in early July, give you a few more picks because I'm in the middle of watching some other things. And I don't like to um, promo a show or, or do any kind of review unless I've seen the entire series or film. So I want to make sure I've seen it from start to finish. Okay, Netflix again. I was not going to watch this because I just didn't like the name, but it's called Florida Man. That's it, Florida Man. And like the little marquee is just this guy's head coming out of out of the water. And I was like, I don't know, what is this about? And I was looking for something to, to watch. I was like, all right, let me see what this is. And I, I started watching it and I really liked it. Um, it has some flaws. There's, there's a little bit of like a disjointed uh, plot thing going on. But then it, they try to save it and... That's not as important as the overall show. I think it really has some potential. And may, I don't know if it's a one-off or there'll be another season. Um, I'm not sure they need another season of it, to be honest with you. The very end was a little like eh, anticlimactic. I thought it could have been a little bit, a little bit like uh, more dramatically sexy. Like I just didn't, it was sort of like, that's it? That's how you're going to end this? Really? So, but everything before that is really, really good. Um, and it stars Edgar Ramirez, who's adorable. And the guy playing his father is Anthony Paglia. And he's been around, you know, a long time. He's kind of, he's aged. He's got his head sort of, not shaved, but short. He's chubby now. He's fully tatted up. It's a different Anthony Pagler than you, than you know from previous things. But he does a great job. He's a good actor. And, and he pulls it off. So and there's an interesting dynamic between the father and son that runs through the whole series. And there's two main women, an Australian actress named Abby Lee, who's very beautiful. Uh, actually, both women are beautiful. And, an, and a woman named Lex Scott Davis, who plays uh, er, um, Edgar Ramirez's ex-wife, and she's lovely. So there's that dynamic of like the wife versus this the femme fatale, and uh, and they both play the roles very well. And um, Rosanna Arquette does a cameo, 
I almost didn't recognize her, but she's got that really unusual voice. So I was like, oh, wait a minute, I know who this is. This is Roseanne Arquette. She plays a cameo in it. Uh, maybe if they do another season, she'll have a little more to do. But I think, I think uh, you know, it's a basic series with like a kind of a heist. It's a heist series. It's actually pretty good. So if you're looking for something that you weren't sure about or, you know, not the typical fare, and again, that's an adult thing. Um, there is one actor in it. I'm not going to say who you will know when you're watching it, who I don't know whose kid he is because he's a terrible actor and it made the scenes with him goofy. Uh, when you have an actor who's doing shtick, but isn't meaning to do shtick, he's doing like, you know, the New York, uh, mafiosa type of I think they're in Philly though but like it's it's just that was that was hard to watch especially when he's in the room with other actors that are so much better so I he was supposed to be the clown the foil you know there's always one in every show except that again he as an actor the choices he was making or at least putting forth it wasn't playing straight it was playing like he was it was too much put on and you felt like it was it was an acting he was emoting you know he wasn't the the living the persona uh that would be my one complaint about the casting so that's that's it you know so it's the florida man the diplomat with Kerry russell the white lotus one and two and you can probably skip Murder Mystery too, but definitely if you want a really cute movie and you do want to have some laughs and, you know, just light and airy and even though there are, there are some murders in it, but it's fun. Um, Murder Mystery 1, that would be, and stop at 1, you know, don't, don't, you know, watch it if you want, but I've warned you. So that is my chick foot chat for today. It's a little shorter than normal because I didn't say too much about Murder Mystery 2. Uh, I'm, you know, I tried to figure out how to approach it all. So thank you very much. And thank you to everybody who has been listening to my other chick foot chats. And please, if you like the show, share it, you know, tweet it, whatever, you know, link to it, send it out. Um, I appreciate all that. Definitely follow me on whatever platform you're listening. Follow Chick Flick Chat. I appreciate that. That helps me in the algorithms and, you know, putting us through through so other people can find us. And uh, I always love talking to you guys. So I'm going to, I'm watching something now that I'm probably going to review, but I'm not going to announce it because the fact that I, I never announce what I'm going to do. And I announced Murder Mystery and it was like egg on my face because it was so bad. So I said, I'm never doing that again. Not doing that again. So anyway, that's where I'm at. Thank you for listening. And um, I hope you're all enjoying what's turning into a beautiful, you know, the, the holiday weekend and the spring is turning into summer and it's so nice. So I wish you all well, and I will chat with you next time on Chick Flick Chat. I'm Lucy Weston, and see you later. And that's a wrap. This is Lucy Weston. Thank you so much for listening to this updated podcast of Chick Flick Chat. And you can always find me at Better brightereasier.com, home of Rumigator, the natural neutralizer. 
chat with you next time. Bye for now.